Look what I have, Lisa. Oh, yes, those are delicious. Peppermint thins. Dark chocolate coated peppermint thins. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of dark chocolate. Oh, I am. I think, well, so is Debbie. But I think that the peppermint thins kind of. Oh, sweetens it up. Yeah, sweetens it up enough. Because, yeah, dark chocolate is not as sweet. But it has a higher amount of antioxidants in it. Right, so it's healthier for you. Correct. That's good. And unfortunately, this one hasn't been opened yet, but maybe by the end of the podcast, <laughs> it will be. It will be open. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. Okay, Lisa's going to carry us on this one. So we are on to Psalm 64, and that includes the reading and the explanation of, of what we're doing. But I'm not allowed to look at the notes. But she's prepared. I, I will give you a one time exemption on looking at the <laughs> notes, okay? But we'll let the spirit flow on this one. So here we go. Psalm 64. Go ahead, Lisa. For the leader, a psalm of David. O God, hear my anguished voice. From a dreadful foe, protect my life. Hide me from the malicious crowd, the mob of evildoers. They sharpen their tongues like swords. Bend their bows, yes, I got it right, of poison words. They shoot at the innocent from ambush. They shoot him in a moment and do not fear. They resolve on their wicked plan. They conspire to set snares. They say, who will see us? They devise wicked schemes, concealed, concealed the schemes they devise. The designs of their heart are hidden. God shoots an arrow at them. In a moment, they are struck down. They are brought down by their own tongues. All who, set, all who see them flee. Every person fears and proclaims God's actions. They ponder his deeds. The righteous rejoices and takes refuge in the Lord. All the upright give praise. So Lisa, what do you think? Or do you want me to start? Uh, Let's see. It's a lament of a person overwhelmed by the malice of the wicked. And that's what I want to talk about. (laughs) Okay. How often do we feel overwhelmed by the circumstances of life? And we let being overwhelmed really begin to control who we are as a person, how we interact with other people, just how we begin to deal with life in general, right? Yeah. And so, I think a lot of times we, our environment or what's going on around us can discourage us. Right. And sometimes it's wicked, right? Yeah. I, I've talked to people whose work environments have been really bad. You've had similar experiences, right? Yes. And it had a really negative uh, effect on, on, on you as a person, both uh, internally and often externally, right? Yes. But probably yes. more internally in your case, I would say. Um, Although you could be grumpy every now and again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the question is, what are some practical ways that we can handle it when we become overwhelmed by the circumstances of life? Um, because we can be overwhelmed by busyness, yeah. by environment, by situations and other people. So I think some of the practical remedies are different that we might want to share with our listeners depending on what the situation is. So let's say you're too busy. Okay. Or you feel like you're busy and you just have all of these things to do. What's a practical Make a list of all the things you have to do. And then... And maybe prioritize it and see how long um, uh, everything is going to... Each task will take you. So this is interesting, (laughs) right? Because you did this one time. Yeah. Right? And all of a sudden, I think the most important part of this practical advice of writing a list is to write down how long it's going to take. Yeah. And then you find... It's not going to take long at all. Right. <laughs> Yet in your mind, it's this overwhelming, there's too much to do here. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I, I'm never going to get all this done. Yeah. Right? And, the, and you, so this anxiety builds up and then it just snowballs on itself. Yeah. And then um, I started making a to-do um, file in my email 
So okay. I don't feel like I have to take care of things right away. Because sometimes um, if I don't mark it, mark the email, keep as new, it'll disappear into old mail and then I'll forget about it. So I just make it to do email um, thing. And if it's a high priority, I put a little star on it. Well, these are real practical things that where the devil operates in that area. Right? Yeah. Because he, if he gets you frustrated or, or overwhelmed, you're not focused on God anymore. Right. You're right? focused on what you need to do. Right. And just how it's affecting you in a negative way. Yeah, because then you can get discouraged. Right. And so, discouragement is the biggest obstacle to holiness is what Jesus told St. Faustina. So what about, so what about um, like when you're in a, a bad environment? What, what are some practical things you can do? Because what does a bad environment do? It brings you down. Right. So you begin to define who you are, your identity, uh-huh. based on the environment around you, right? Because uh, that's how that's what you're receiving, right? You're receiving a lot of negative. Yes. And that begins to wear on you as a person. Oh yeah, it can be exhausting. So what is if it, and, and you know obviously the biggest thing you could do is just get out of that environment. But let's say you can't get out of that environment because it's your job and, and there's not another not, not something else available, yeah. or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I hear that all the time. Yeah. What What's a practical thing that we've recently talked about that people can do to overcome that? Uh, declarations, Lisa. Oh, declarations. Right? Right. Okay. You, you, you declare... Oh, I declare I am not right. the result or my environment does not influence me right my environment does not define who i okay. am my okay. devour my environment does is not, not me down right god will lift me up and i will give him joy and praise yeah okay and, and so because what happens is is when we get in a bad environment yeah it begins to control who we are right and instead of us controlling who we are and, and then if it's your job you dread going every day Right. And yeah. all of that, you're, you've you already lost before you even get there. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. But God is still present, right? God has still created all of those people you're having trouble with. Yeah. God, God, maybe God has put you there for a different reason. Yeah. Who knows? Right. But we control through the help and the power of God, right? Tapping into the power and authority of oh, our we baptism. we can become the thermostat. We become the thermostat of the environment. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We set the temperature. Yeah. We don't let, because what's happening right now is everybody else is controlling your temperature. Right, right, right. Yeah, I like that analogy. Yeah. So so I think it's important for us practically in those cases where the environments are difficult to focus on, because th- it bleeds over into every other aspect of our life, our yeah. family life, the other relationships we have. And, and so now it's not just at work. Now it's everywhere. Yeah. Because we've allowed that environment and the temperature of that environment to affect the rest of our world instead of allowing God to affect our environment. Yes. Day three of Chrysia, right? Okay. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to change your environment, but you can change yourself. Sure. You can allow God to change you. Yes. Because what's happened is, is your environment has changed you. Yes. And so I think this is a very practical power. Now, so what's another practical thing we can do when we're struggling at work in a negative environment? Um, Go to adoration. Okay. Right? Go to daily mass. Yeah. Go to environments where God is at. Yes, okay. And where you receive God, where he tells you who you are. Yeah. Right? And he resets, look, look, this is the right environment. And I need you to take this, okay, back over there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of times if, if, if people realize that you're not going to allow an environment to impact them, well, they won't bother you anymore. Yeah. They'll leave you alone. Yeah. Or maybe they'll even change. Right. Debbie talked about it in her leader school that she worked in a really negative environment, yes, right? Yes. And then two of the women ended up converting to Catholicism yeah. at her work. Yeah. 
no chance I would have thought that ever would have happened. Yeah. So you never know by the power of your own perseverance what you can do for other people. Yeah. Be an example. Be an example. What else do you have, Lisa, that you want to share about this particular song? Apparently she has nothing. I am Deacon Dave. I'm like personally. See you next time. Bye. Bye.